Hey guys, this is Preet. And this is Harsat Nam. And you are hanging with the Hundals. Apparently today is uh, some sort of a therapy session. It is. It is a therapy session. <laughs> for you, not for me. Okay. I don't need therapy. You know what? I, I Actually, you couldn't have picked a better time. I really <laughs> think that like, at this point in my life, mm-hmm. I do need to pause and reflect and think about what goes on in here. Oh, and yeah. I'm just tapping my brain. Nice. So not much. <laughs> it's just empty. Empty knocking. <laughs> so the other day we were just thinking of, hey, we haven't done a podcast in a while. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so we dusted off our notebooks. That's and we were it. Like, dusted it off. What did past Preet and Hassan <laughs> Nam note down as some of those cool ideas? Correct. Correct. What were some of those like just crazy content um, brain dumps uh, that we've done? So one of those that we've done was um, basically the story of Preet. Really, isn't it? The story of Breed. So those of you who haven't listened to this podcast very often, you may or may not know that Breed wasn't born in Australia or India. In fact, she was born in Norway. And then she moved to India with her mum and dad mm-hmm. and stayed there for 0 to 12. Mm. 0 to 12. Stayed there. Or 1 to 12, I guess, because you were 1 when you left Yeah, Norway. 1 to yeah. 12. Yeah, 1 to 12. All right. Basically, like, you know, uh, a decent chunk of time there. You know, you grew up as a kid, you, you formed all your sort of like kid opinions and, you know, all your influences, you know, <laughs> in your in your growth were uh, Indian and Punjabi uh, of nature. Um, and then you came here when you were like 12 to 13, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Straight into high school. Straight into high school, straight into like mid year seven. That's it. Straight yeah. into mid year seven. So a lot of... Like a lot of people that I know and like myself, obviously, uh, we came here a lot younger when we were sort of four and five. Mm. Um, I obviously went back and, you know, did my own thing. and then Maybe came. we'll do an episode on therapy with her. Maybe, maybe some, some, some. Maybe years, it can be a series. Some years down the track. <laughs> Two episode series. Yeah, that's what we do. Mini series. Right? Mini series. Yeah. So I thought that was quite uh, a different predicament to be in coming into Australia, basically hitting your teenage years. Mm. Without knowing any of the language, going straight into adolescence, into an Australian school with people who have already formed their friendship group. And then you come, someone who doesn't have those shared experiences and was sort of faced with a whole bunch of different things. So I thought it would be interesting to chat to you, Preet, about your experiences and, you know, talk to you about how they were different to say... you know not a normal but like a run-of-the-mill immigrant kid who comes here as a as a as a young kid and probably has it a little bit easier than someone like you uh because you know at least i got to grow up uh, and you know got to be part of a society and you know learn everything that all the other kids learn along their way yeah like if i even just compare myself and my brother who's five years younger than me Mm. his experience was totally different yeah. You know, like he started in primary school. He was in year two when we came here, or even year one. So he pretty much learned the Australian lingo, you yeah, know, yeah. the culture. He yeah. learned swimming. Yeah. So he's pretty much like an Aussie kid. Can Jabari actually swim? Yeah, he can swim. Oh, wow. Like, I think he got up to like seahorse level oh. or something. I don't know, like something. Nice. Nice. So he can like, he can swim. Like he could, he would survive if he fell into the ocean. Yeah, gotcha. Whereas I'll just sink right to the bottom. Mm. (laughs) Like, this is it, it's the end. So, yeah, even those, like, little things, and I notice it even in the way I speak. Like, I've got, like, you know, a little bit of the 
some words I can't pronounce right. Oh, I couldn't tell, not at all. Yeah, no, you never can't. come across that in my life. <laughs> I mask it really well. Yeah, yeah. But with my brother Jugraj, he sounds like an Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So I thought, you know what? Let's let's talk to Preet God because mm. something I don't know. Maybe people out there are interested in it too. But like, it's definitely something that I was very interested in because it's not something I've experienced. Um. Not. Uh, no one that I know of in my friends group has gone through that. And, you know, I've got my wife who has had a way different experience to me. Um, and let's not beat around the bush and let's get into it. Let's do it. I'm excited. I've got a few questions for you to set the scene and then let's see where this uh, therapy journey takes us. Yeah. All right. So just a question to set the scene. Mm. When you moved here mm-hmm. as a, you know, 12-year-old or a teenager, mm. What was the biggest change? So when did you move here? Mm-hmm. And what for you on a personal level mm. was the biggest change? Yeah. Um, so we moved here in 2003 in March. Yep. Um, and I think probably the first thing that hit me was the weather. Because right when you're in India and you think of like we overseas, hmm. you always picture like cold countries. Or maybe like that's what I did because I used to watch like Christmas movies and I was like, yeah, that's overseas, you know, like it's beautiful and it's just like... Swiss Alps. Yeah, it's like Swiss Alps and that's it. Um, and then I had obviously pictures of me growing up in Norway and it was all just always like beautiful and mm. snowy. Mm. And then my cousins would come from Norway and mm. they would tell us stories. So I think the first thing that hit me was just like the heat, the humidity and then the bugs. I was like, what the hell? This is the worse bugs. than India. The bugs. Yeah, yeah right, like okay. mosquitoes and spiders and yeah, 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 yeah. like all those things. That, that was all quite like shocking to me. Mm. But then the biggest change, I think, for me was in India, we used to live like it was the four of us. Like we, my mom, dad and brother and I, we lived, you know, it was just the four of us. But yeah. we lived like down the road from my nanny's house. So we'd be like going over there multiple times a day mm. and you would have like all of your neighbors in India, you kind of know them. So you go over to each other's houses. So I think the community aspect of it, yeah. I'm, I missed. And that was like a big change. Mm. And then of course, the language itself, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like I went to an English medium school, oh, yeah. like, you know, in India. So what, you only knew um, English to a medium level? Yeah, only not knew to English a to a level. medium level. No, not to a high <laughs> level. But what that means is all of our text, all of our textbooks were in English. So right, right, we were reading right. and writing in English, but yep. we weren't really speaking English because mm. we were speaking Punjabi. Actually, we were speaking Hindi. So the language was a big shock and a, like a big change so, for me. You could write it. Yeah. You could, could read it. Yep. But you couldn't really speak it fluently. No. Could, like you, I, could you understand it? I could understand like, because in India you'd get uh, American TV. So I could understand American English, but still like not really well. But the Australian accent, I struggled with big time. I had no idea what anyone was saying for the first two years of my life. So I but don't even know how I got through high school. But... You know, if someone spoke to you like, hey, um, do you know where the train station is? You know, these kind of could, could you have a could you have like a passable conversation when you landed here or could you not at all? No, really, I couldn't. Because now then my friends a little later on, like in year nine and mm, ten, mm. they would then tell me stories of like, you know, that I wouldn't even like remember. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they shared things with me like, oh, you know, we invited you over to like come and sit with us for lunch. Mm. Um, like me and my one of my other friends and we were both in like English as a second language class yeah, yeah so yeah. apparently this group invited us both to like sit with them and then the next day 
or like later that week my friend didn't show up to school so i just assumed that i wasn't invited so i would like i just went and sat somewhere else uh-huh. and they came and like tried to get me and i didn't understand like what they were saying because i was uh-huh. like oh but she's not here so like why would you want me uh-huh. so it's a bit sad right it's a little bit sad it's a bit sad yeah but look it's it's the the trials and tribulations of learning a new language and exactly. understanding a new culture yeah okay so you couldn't really understand much I couldn't because otherwise I would remember. Mm. But I cannot remember year seven and year eight. Okay. Like my memories of high school. Or was it just so traumatic that you just choose to shut it out? That could be it. Like it Mm. was so like traumatizing because like I back then, like I didn't really have like a lot of self-esteem and I wasn't a very confident person. Mm. So then you take that person. And in India, I was actually thriving. Like I was doing quite well in India in school and I had friends. I was, you know, quite. Yep quite loud and quite proud and you know Mm. all of that stuff and then you pick up a kid like that and you throw them in a country Mm. where everyone looks different everyone sounds different they're speaking english they're asking you questions but you don't really understand what they're asking you yeah yeah, i think that took a major like toll on just my personality yeah but let's let's um let's dig into that Mm. a little bit um so going on that obviously you mentioned that you know you couldn't really speak english properly you didn't really understand the language you couldn't really hold a conversation outside of that what was your biggest struggle like Mm. i remember when i was a kid and i moved here Mm. i didn't have like I didn't have any like any notion of struggling in my brain because i wasn't developed enough i was Mm. only five years old Everything yeah. to me was like full of wonder and amazement. Yeah. Right. So I tackled anything at school. Like I didn't know the language either. I was in ESL, but you know, I tackled everything like, whoa, this is so cool. This is amazing. Yeah. I'm in a new country. Oh, I'm learning this thing. I'm learning that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and obviously as a kid at that age, people around you, they don't really care about anything either. You know, they just think, oh yeah, new kid. Like, let's be friends with him, you know? Yeah. So you get welcomed pretty easily. You know, you everything you take as like with a curious lens everything is like cool to you you want to learn it you want to do it you don't really see it see yourself as not knowing something uh, mm. as that being bad or anything like that so you know you like you've said you were doing well in high school in india you and you know i've seen the photos you were very you know out there and and you know you're very confident it seemed in those photos and and the videos that i've seen um so taking that kid who knew everything was acing her school was doing everything she loved and mm. having a great time Coming here, mm. outside of the language barrier, what was the toughest thing do you remember? What was hard? What was the hardest thing you sort of had to work your way through? Hmm. I think the hardest thing was probably like making friends. And I, I was going to say like finding my identity, but I actually didn't find or didn't feel super comfortable with who I was or know mm. who I was until quite later in life. Mm. So it didn't even happen in in high school or anything not even in uni probably but i think it was probably just like finding my place in and and school was the biggest thing for me then Mm. because like that was the focus of of my life and being an indian girl it's like just education you're not really going out no so it was trying to make friends and like build a place in a country where kids acted very differently to yeah. what i how i was you know raised to act or how i would yep. you know in india in india we didn't really have the concept of like going out with your friends yeah, yeah it was yeah. like you met maybe to play in the park you know 
um, every day or you know whatever like a couple of times a week or then you had birthday parties and you went to the kids house That's or like right. the, your friends came over but there was no concept of I'm going to watch a movie or I'm going no. for a sleepover that didn't exist no. so when I came here and I started making friends at, at like at first they would be like oh yeah we're gonna go hang out at the mall or we're mm. gonna go do this and I was like I can't do that I'm not going to be allowed to do that. Yeah, and I yeah. asked my parents, you know, I, I would ask a couple of times and they'd be like, no, like, no, don't worry about it. Too dangerous. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no. Nah, chill, chill out. Don't <laughs> chill worry about chill it. Chill out. Don't worry what about it. What do you need it? to go? Just chill out. Chill out with us, mate. Yeah. All good. So All I think good. it was like, that was, yeah. Like, why do you need friends? You have yeah, us. Yeah. We'll have fun. We're yeah. your friends. Don't yeah. worry about it. Hang out with us instead. Yeah, hang out with us instead. So yeah. I think that was quite challenging, like trying to make friends in a new country where like mm. the social norms are different mm. while still at home mm. like living although we were in australia but we were still following like you know the indian norms and that doesn't like i'm not saying my parents were super strict or anything yeah, yeah but yeah. like just imagine like a new immigrant family didn't really have family here are you going to let your kid go to the mall with no some shot. random kids no shot buddy no shot so i think that was kind of tricky mm. but um yeah, so I'd say like outside of the language, yeah. it was just like, you know, trying to make friends, but then also grappling with the the bounds that I have to operate yeah, 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 within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All while trying to like navigate your way through um, yeah. a new environment. Yeah. Um, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think we've all had those challenges mm. of going out and trying to convince your parents, our parents to, you know, let us go out and you know, the movies and things like that. But, you know, we weren't fresh off the boat, so to speak. Yeah, um, I was. Yeah, you were. <laughs> so I can imagine there's a lot of things going on in your brain. Yeah. A lot of like, um, what do you call it? You know, a lot of things coming your way and trying yeah. to decipher them and trying to work out what's right, what's wrong, exactly. what's good, what's bad, yeah. you know, and then trying to do your schoolwork, I assume, you know. Yeah. You're a very proud intellectual. You like to do well in everything you do. So um did you did you sort of struggle at all in terms of the the school front like the study front mm. because of your language barrier or were you sort of like acing everything because you were like in india you know i did the thing where i went back and studied for a couple of years in indian school and came back again mm. and i felt that i was ahead of my class um you know for, for the first couple of years so did you like sort of was that something that gave you solace or were you doing well in school that sort of like you thought, oh, you know what? At least that's going well. Mm. I don't have to worry about that. Or, or was it all just a struggle because you're trying to do so many things? No, I, yeah, no, I think study-wise, it was totally okay because, you know, I could read the textbooks. I could yeah. read the questions in the yeah. question paper, you know, and I knew what I was doing. Like maths was easy. Mm. English was relatively easy because we were writing like fairy tales, you yeah, know? Right. I was like, these guys, what yeah, the yeah. hell? How about grammar? Like, yeah, yeah. do you guys know grammar? Yeah. Um, science was easy. Like, so I think study-wise, everything was good. The only thing I remember struggling with is in year seven and eight, they make you do like music and drama. Oh, yeah. Right? So they do, like, they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? What a waste of time. But then like music was still okay because like you're just sitting in a class mm. and you're playing an instrument. Playing the recorder. Yeah. But then when they would like, you know, it would be like singing music class mm. and then they'd be like, oh, we're going to sing today. And I would lose my shit. I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know how to sing. I don't know how to speak this language. And then in drama, that would be my worst nightmare because we had like a drama room and it was like dark and they would have a spotlight and they'd be like, oh yeah, each person's going to go in and like, you're going to say this piece. And that would like just, I would not look forward to that class mm. at all. Wow. So I think like academically, 
it was easy and fine yep. but then it was this like extracurricular stuff that required me to understand and like have some like you know command over the language mm. that i used to struggle with so understandably i did not take music or drama um in you as know, electives, as electives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i couldn't couldn't be done with that fast enough that left a bad taste in your mouth yeah they yeah. did i was like nah yeah. ain't about that life going on from that mm. as you went through you know school you're going through a delicate period in your life yeah as any adolescent male or female does but particularly mm. females because they have mm. a lot to deal with you know we've just got hair growing out of weird spots and yeah. you know our voice breaks here and there and that's about it. Yeah. You know, not to simplify it for Mm-mm. us males, but look, yeah, that's really about it. Females, on the other hand, obviously go through a lot, uh, a huge change mm. during, you know, 12 to 18, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, I guess hormones mm. and, you know, your body's going through changes. You're not really understanding the language, you know, you're in a new place. How did you sort of juggle, I guess, you know, not to not to point it out too much, but like becoming a woman. I'm using air quotes here. Mm. Becoming a woman, yeah. Um, as well as adjusting to a new place. Was it something that do you remember that did it stood you know did it stand out for you? Like was it like you know oh this is such a tough period in my life or did you just sort of you were unfazed by it and it just you know took it in your stride and just kept going and yeah l- let that let it happen and and you know keep on keeping on interesting question like like not one that i've like i do think about my early years here and like you know what were some things that were tricky Mm. and that's not something that i've ever actively thought about but what i do remember is when i was in india Mm. and it must have been like before right before we were leaving because they were starting to talk to us about you know as females your body is going to change and they weren't talking about it much we just had (laughs) one class classic and it was actually sponsored by like kotex or like one of like the pads like brands all right gotcha so they came to our school and they gave a talk about it yeah they gave all the girls a talk and that was the only conversation we ever had about you know like growing and blah 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 yep so what i do remember is when we came here and we used to have like php classes pdhpe yeah physical education yeah physical education and there would be like dedicated classes that would talk about you know you're growing up Mm. and what to expect and the changes like super awkward stuff but that struck me as something that was i was like oh this is cool and i don't remember feeling uncomfortable Hmm. i was just like oh this is information yeah they're teaching us stuff whereas you know in india you kind of just you're like this is a pad and then that was the end of the end of presentation (laughs) let me start our presentation (laughs) this is a pad presentation is finished i will be taking no more questions what i do remember very vividly is you know how on ads i don't know if you've seen pad ads they usually like put like blue liquid on pads to show like absorption and they actually did that live like a demo and then they cut it open and they were like look it turns into gel like it's like weird and that's the only thing i remember so that was like the extent of education so just aside on that topic yeah. like that ad is when i was little yeah and i used to watch these ads on tv yeah i always used to think why are people spilling liquid on this thing all the time yeah. you must have thought they're like diapers and why I, know, I used to pouring? think they were, they were like just like um 
like uh, absorbent pads mm. for like cleaning up spills. <laughs> but I was like, why are they spilling it on the thing? Like, yeah, like, why not soak up? Yeah, isn't it <laughs> argument to soak up things on a surface? Yeah. It's a very confusing cleaning pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that was like seven or eight. I didn't understand what was going on. But yeah, you know, that was a big, like I was, every time those ads used to come on, I was like, why is it always a blue liquid? I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. But yeah, so I think like, it wasn't it wasn't difficult but i think you know as any girl goes through it mm. like you experience so many different emotions and so many like you know things are just changing mm. but one constant that was for me like during high school i was just like i have to do really well in my studies yeah so i feel like that just like overshadowed anything Everything. else yeah okay like i wasn't really thinking about anything else because i was like nah it's like this is one thing that i'm good at in this country mm. i can't speak the language i can't make friends yeah but what i can do is excel in my education yeah, okay. so i think that was just my focus and then being you know indian and being a girl yeah like that's like drilled into you like you know study and pray karate and pray to the number on it university blah 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 so that was just like that was just me it kept you on the straight and narrow that's it yeah didn't you didn't get distracted too much no i didn't that's that's a good segue mm-hmm. um into the next topic i wanted to briefly touch on what were your mechanisms or what helped you sort of adapt to a new place did you do anything proactively or you know consciously to help yourself adapt to a new environment new you know friends new school did you say oh you know what x y z isn't working for me properly i'm struggling i'm going to do this or did you sort of just again just focused on your studies and everything else just sort of fall in its place Mm. i was i was lucky that like i had a really good group of friends Mm. that was like and the group was made up of like indians and we had some you know other asian didn't have any white people actually maybe one white girl in it but mm. like we, we had it was a it was a quite a solid group right and it wasn't a group it was like we were like a me like a me- medium group like we weren't popular yeah, yeah and yeah. we weren't like a nerdy group it was like just a happy yeah, like yeah, medium, yeah. Place. medium place yeah. and i'm so glad i landed in that group because i feel yeah. like being with those girls they kept me quite balanced mm, yeah. so i feel like my the friend group really helped me mm. develop my my personality and i would credit like a lot of what i the person that i became eventually Mm. to that that group of girls so i went to a girl's school but yeah to that group of girls because they were the right balance of being outgoing and having fun but then also really really cared about their education and and the other thing was because they were all they were somewhere indian but they were from other parts of india Mm. so we didn't have a shared like language so then the only way I could communicate with them was English. So that made me then learn the language a lot quicker. Yeah. Because okay. I was like, well, how else am I going to talk to these people? Yeah. Whereas if I fell into a group, maybe like a Punjabi group, mm. then maybe my English would have developed True. slower because I would have just been speaking, speaking in Punjabi, Punjabi with them. Yeah. yeah. True. So, yeah. So I think that it's definitely my friends that helped me. Yeah. Helped me kind of adapt and help me get a right balance of being Aussie, but still yeah. keeping my Indian yeah. heritage. Yeah. Sort of got the best of both worlds. Got the best of both worlds. Mm, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And I guess going on, on going on from that, mm. and it seems like you were, but when you first got here and, you know, you're trying to make friends and in a new place, did you feel welcome? You know, because kids at that age can be very mean. Mm. You know, as a young kid, it's fine because everyone wants to welcome you and be your friend and because you're the new kid in 
in school you're like the cool new shiny things everyone wants to be your friend but when you get into high school it's sort of opposite because by the time you started high school you know year seven six months in people have already formed their friends groups you know all the new people have sort of met other new people and they've started their journey um yeah did you feel welcomed or was there a struggle there did you feel like an outcast or you know how did you go with that so I definitely, from from the time where I can remember, like year nine, year 10 onwards, I definitely feel like I had a place in the school and I was welcomed and I had a good group of like friends around me. Mm. And of course, there's bullies in every school. Yeah. So there were bullies in my school as well, but I never felt like I was picked on individually mm. in my school at least. And if I was bullied in year seven or eight, I can't remember. <laughs> like when I was a lone ranger, out. I just can't remember. Yeah. I blocked it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. The only... Actually, like outside of school, there were probably experiences and one that I remember. So Mm. I used to to walk to school Um, and it was like I was walking to school in the morning and I was by myself. I dropped my brother off to his school. And then these two like kids from, I think, Arthur Phillip, Mm. like, you know, close by, they walked past and they kind of bumped into me and said something right right and i and and i think i heard like curry like they, they said like you know and it was it was like white kids or oh, you know, whatever yeah i was like oh like how do these people like know curry like, how do they know about curry so, and I, in, in my mind curry is like the yellow the yellow curry the yellow yeah, curry with like curry, yogurt yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah i was like whoa, yeah. whoa what the hell oh they know about curry <laughs> and then like he turned around and they like you know laughed and smirked so i was like okay like obviously they're not just trying obviously to they don't like curry <laughs> they're, they're, i don't they're, know they're why not just having a i don't know why but it's a very yeah. I was like, obviously, they're not having a conversation about food in me. I just thought it was really weird. And then I went and told my friends and they were like, oh, they probably said like curry mancha because mm. that's what kids say. To so yes, I do. I eat curry with my mouth. So I have to munch on it. I love munching curry. I don't understand. But they're like, you know, like that is a, it's a, it's like a, you know, a racist thing yeah. that kids think it carries racist they, o- yeah. connotations. Yeah. yeah. Like that's why they say it. So I was like, oh shit. Like, you know. I had a racist incident today mm. in the morning. I don't even know. Yeah. So and part of it is like my parents' fault because when we first came here, they would take us to like Westfield and stuff, yep. dressed in like Indian clothes. <laughs> like my brother would be wearing a Sherwani. Oh, I'd be nice. wearing like a purple and yellow like suit. And all we're doing is just walking around Westfield. Mate, they had you wearing the like to the nines, you know? They were dressing- yeah. Like our kids are gonna look the bomb. That's it. Like that, those are the best clothes we are. Like from That's India. Right. We're gonna we're gonna Woolies. We're gonna Coles. Guess what? Where you're wearing a shared one. Yeah. <laughs> Wear it, bro. It's Wear the first it. time we're heading out. That's right. So in those like situations, but I'm not like I'm not salty about it or like yeah, oh my yeah. god, who was so traumatic? It wasn't because at that time I wasn't really registering. What was all go- of it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. what was happening? And mm. people might have looked at us and might have laughed, but I was too preoccupied with my brother or like you know doing stuff so to really care yeah so i didn't really like i didn't really care mm. yeah all yeah, right that's interesting that's mm. interesting i'd never really yeah i guess you only think of these things when you get older like yeah like i only sort of you know came across such things in high school obviously but mm. you know by that time you sort of know who you are what you've done you know it's a bit easier to to um deal with yeah um but that's that's quite interesting, mm. especially the part where um you wore full blown Indian clothes to the yeah. to the shopping. Yeah, I have photos uh, there. Center. Beautiful photos. I've seen they a couple m- of them. They're makes cool. great memories. Like, they look great. They look great. <laughs> like my brother's playing in like the Mac is you know the play thing. 
Oh yeah. In like a shared money. Well, <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's a formal. Env- it's a formal environment. <laughs> it's a formal. I'm here to play formally. <laughs> he treated it very seriously. Yeah, I'm here so, to yeah. play formally. Okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. informally playing here. <laughs> I'm formally here to play. Um, all right. Last one that I had for you. Mm. What shocked you the most mm. as a kid? um coming to australia like what was like whoa what the hell is that like, yeah. what is going on here yeah yeah. You know, they, what, what really made you stand back and go whoa this is like this, this is, is a wild and wonderful place that i'm in yeah um i guess a few things like some are, some are, i think all of them are tiny probably nothing majorly mm. big but i think the first thing that shocked me was at school where you would like you know say the teacher's name like mr brown or oh, mr yeah. like you know whatever mrs benizi or mm. with some teachers they were like oh just call me by my first name you know call really? me penny yeah call never, me whatever yeah some teachers wanted to be like hip and you know yeah, right, with okay. it weird. so i was like this is weird like in india we used to call them sir madam and nothing else i don't even know any of my teachers names yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was weird then and i remember being like a bit like taken aback by this but you know some of the kids around me would be like oh yeah i'm gonna spend this weekend with my mom mm. or i'm spending this weekend with my dad and i'd be like but like, why aren't you spending it together i'm yeah, confused like, shouldn't you just be like spending it together like yeah. why are is your dad doing... working this weekend or yeah like, why are you doing this and yeah. then i realized that you know there's a lot of you know divorced parents yeah divorced yeah. parents um and that was interesting to me because you hardly ever come across that in india because you know even if you have problems in india you just stay together that's <laughs> you know? it you that's just stay it. together you, there's you no just, way out you know you put them under the rug no worries exactly so that was quite interesting to me mm. um and then i think yeah just the freedom like that kids here had yeah to just do so many things they like, you know sleepovers shopping by themselves and and even like, you know, working when you turn 14 mm. and one month or nine months, like whatever it is, yeah, I yeah. think it's 14 and nine months. Yeah. So even like that, I was like, oh, you can start working and that money is like yours and you have bank accounts and maybe these things I might have discovered in India as well as mm. I got older. Mm. But I just thought that was like things that I was not even aware of when I was growing up in India. That, yeah, you yeah. Know, those things are possible. You wouldn't be. Yeah. So all of that was just quite, yeah, quite weird. Um, but very interesting. Very like interesting. I just, yeah, I was just intrigued by it all. Well, it's, it's, um, mm. and that's good to know. That's, that's interesting stuff because, you know, yeah. uh, much different to things that shocked me yeah. when I was a child. <laughs> you know, things what like ice cream in a bucket. And I was like, whoa, oh, yeah. <laughs> you get ice cream in a balti? Yeah. <laughs> that's what is going This is like amazing. That is, uh, Well, look, ice cream, I think, shocked us all, all Indian kids. Yeah. I was like, shit, you can buy like ice cream for like $2. And then you, we used to get like that syrup, like the chocolate syrup on it. And it would just be the best thing ever. That's why all it of us It didn't come got, in like cardboard, like packaging or no. like soft serve only, you know? No, it was just it's like, like a yeah. Baldi, I was like, ice cream, the Baldi. I was like, what? This is cool. And yeah. in India, I knew there was ice cream, but the ice cream, like, you know, like in packets and stuff, but yeah. that was reserved for like special yeah. occasions. But here I was like, oh yeah, we can like buy it for such 30 cents. So just buy it. I was just used to come home and eat ice cream. Like, yeah, yeah. ice cream again. Like this s- is the life. Snacks were the best. Like yeah. when we first came here, we lived with one of our family friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, you know, they had an apartment, like it was just two bedrooms, but like an entire family lived with them. It was mm. amazing. But yeah, like I just thought, I was like, oh my God, these guys are rich. They've got like ice cream, they've got wafers, they've got biscuits, yeah, they've got amazing. like all this like stuff it's so cool that's wild. um so yeah snacks definitely but 
Yeah, sorry. I just kept it too serious. No, no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's I actually treated it like a yeah, therapy Yeah, as a question, session. as you should. You know? yeah. Whereas I was just like, yeah, ice cream. <laughs> this is shocking to me, but I also love it. I love it. Can I have more? Yeah, can I have more? So um, we all got so chubby when we first came here. Yeah, yeah. Like I used to eat ice cream three, you know, three times a day if I could. Yeah. Uh, at, at least twice. Yeah. I used to have it. Um, anyway... This has been quite insightful for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's been very interesting to learn these things. Makes you think that everyone's had their own journey. Oh, yeah. As an immigrant kid and, and um, everyone's found their own way. Yeah. In a new country. Because you think like, you know, at least your family has had similar experiences. Mm. You go, oh, yeah, my sibling or like my parents. Yeah, like we're all living a similar life. No. But really, you aren't. No. Like your experiences are completely different yeah. to what your sibling is having. That's you know, right. To what your parents had. So definitely it's interesting. And I guess, you know, uh, you guys listening, if you haven't, go and talk to your siblings and go and talk to yeah, your parents yeah, and yeah. understand, try and understand time, their experiences. You know, we're, all, we're older now, so we can learn, uh, go back and learn of new things and, you know, reminisce about how it was different yeah. and find out about things that you know our nearest and dearest went through that we may not know so it's yeah. always interesting maybe um, we should try and get like one of our parents on to discuss yeah, that'll be this an interesting them. topic that'll be interesting no because the the thing is like they talk about some very traumatizing things that happened to them yeah during those early years and they laugh it off oh you yeah, know, yeah. Now? That's right, but went, anyway we digress some tough tough circumstances yeah. um well i had a great time me too i'm hoping the listeners learned something about you yeah um maybe they you know gave them uh, some inspiration to learn or talk about things with their family yeah um or like it helped validate some of their experiences mm. you know like if you felt like that or if you were yeah. you know you came to australia at that age and or you are you are someone who has come to australia now at yeah. that age and you're listening then yeah i hope my some of my Stories. experiences Re- uh, resonate yeah and resonates. provide some level of support yeah um as always we are the Hundals. Keep I'm listening. Preet, and that's her Satnam. That's right. Keep listening. Keep supporting. As always, much love. And we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.